0: I have no idea why it's bothering me so much, but the comments about our show moving slow has just gotten inside my head.
1: Comment.
0: No, comments, plural.
1: Hey, Callie and Jeff. I do want to agree with that person that wrote you. I have to listen to you guys at one and a half also because you talk very slow, especially Jeff. So I just wanted to let you know that, but it sounds normal at one and a half. Even the music is slow. Hope you have a good day. Bye. I, see, I
0: think she just listened to it at one and a half for a few days and got used to it. Yeah. Because I don't think it's slow. And then somebody else pointed out. Have you ever out,
1: been told in 20 years that you talk too slow?
0: No, I know I tell long-winded stories. Like sometimes I I do that, but that's, I think that's a different type of slow. Like, I think if you're listening to the show faster, it's not because I'm, I'm putting too much detail into a story. It's because you,
1: you think we're speaking slowly.
0: Yeah. And somebody said, said this and you can weigh in because they use crime junkie as the example. They think that other podcasts might actually speed up their voices to make so it's possible that they can get more content into one show. And we don't do that because we don't have a set time limit on our show. Is Hmm. that, and they use Crime Junkie as the example. Have you ever noticed that? No, Hmm. never noticed that. All right. So thanks for tuning into the slow show today.
1: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: I would go so far to say, before (laughs) I tell you what I'm grateful for, like, I don't think that's a, I, I mean, I've worked in radio for 25 years. And dealt with a lot of listeners, a lot of coworkers, a lot of consultants, a lot of program directors, a lot of bosses. And I don't know that I've ever heard that about myself.
1: I've been told that I speak too fast a lot.
0: So, hmm. anyways, uh, my name is Jeff Dollar and today I am grateful for the cool little hiking spots that aren't too far of a drive from the house because I like to hike and I went hiking yesterday.
1: Jeff loves a hike. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for our dog, Lily, being so affectionate.
0: I want to play another voicemail that's just too good not to share. Um, I didn't want to put this in. I mean, I think it'll still be in the montage at the end of the show, but uh, this actually made me say out loud, oh my God while I listened to it the first time. So I wanted to share this gift with you, Callie, and with everybody who's listening. Okay. All right. And just to let you know, if if you were grossed out by some of the teeth talk over the past few days and like tooth necklaces and stuff, this one might set you over the edge. You may never listen to us again after this.
1: Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Anna. I had to pause uh, Monday's episode. I'm just catching up this week. And call about the umbilical cord. Um, My dog did eat my son's umbilical cord. It fell completely off, and my husband was at work, and I set it on the side table to show him. And when he got home from work, it was gone, and the dog looked very guilty. Um, So, yeah, that happened. That's pretty gross.
0: Yep. So, a little cannibal.
1: Why did you feel like you needed to share that? (laughs) Because
0: when she's when she's like, my dog ate my kid's umbilical cord. I usually when I'm listening to the voicemails, I'm doing like two things at once. So I hit play on the voicemail. So that when you were
1: like, I was like, what?
0: Wait, what? (laughs) And then clicked over and listened to it again. So I just wanted to make sure we all got to.
1: Well, there you go. Happy Thursday to you. I hope (laughs) you're not eating breakfast. Yes. Okay. So work workplace chat right. Here's what's been going on at my job. Now, I have been, my life has been changed this week because I recently got a laptop. Now, this is something that was offered to me years ago by my company, but I said, you know what? I really don't have a use for it. And at the time, I didn't. But now my role has changed a little bit and we're all kind of like pitching in on other jobs and stuff like that because of coronavirus and a limited number of people at work, yada, yada, yada. So I have been for months busting my butt and feeling like I am not as productive as I could be because I don't have access to a computer during our show. So normally during a show, I would be sitting like, you know, our our I work in news and our news team is there, whatever. And then there's a row of desks that I typically set at, sit at so I can catch up on emails, catch up on my boss's emails, organize things, sort things, handle things you're, as they come.
0: You're, you're in the same room. Like you're still,
1: I'm within shouting distance, right?
0: Right. You're in the same room, but, but you know, whenever you watch, um, a news program and they always do that wide shot and there's people in the background working, working at desks, that's me. Callie is per her IMDB profile would say woman working in background. Yes. Usually, wearing a winter coat because she's cold and TV studios are always cold.
1: Freezing. So with the job that I'm doing right now, since it's just me and Robin, I sit in the middle of the studio and, um, you know, I have to sit right in front of her cause I'm giving her time cues and making sure that she's looking in the right place at the right time. Um, and so I don't have, I haven't had access to the computers cause I need to be in front of her helping her. You know, focus on which camera, or whatever.
0: Right, and it's a TV studio with giant cameras, so you just can't drag your computer over there and drape no. cords all over the floor.
1: No, not an option. So for months, I'm like, you know what? I really feel like I'm like not as like I could be. You know, going through emails and sorting stuff, and like still doing anything that I wanted to do related to my older job. I had to do after the show was over. And I was like, you know, I really feel like I could be more productive. But the thought that kept going through my head is I don't, things are stressful right now. I think for everybody, I don't want to ruffle feathers and ask for a laptop and have someone have to go to trouble for me. Like, you know, we're all doing things out of our job description right now. I don't want to be a pain. I don't want to bother anyone. And, and really what was going on in my head was I don't want to bother anybody. It's okay. So I got a lot, I finally got up the nerve last week and I emailed my boss and I was like, Hey, I was just wondering if it was possible. And I had this like whole pitch email written out and my boss responded with like, of course, yeah, happy to. And like totally hooked it up. Two days later, I had a laptop and this week I've been able to sort through so far, I think this week I've gotten to sort through 6,000 emails that I wouldn't have gotten done otherwise. Um, and I am so productive and I'm feeling like I'm on my A game and it feels so good and whatever.
0: And for your company, you are more of a value like per dollar right now than you were last week.
1: Because I'm taking
0: because you're getting on more something.
1: I'm getting more work done.
0: You're getting more work yeah. done, which makes you uh, like uh, you get there. The company is getting more bang for their buck. Right. Right.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Not would that you, I was would, lazy before, but it's just you know, whatever. And I am so mad at myself because for months I have been making my life inconvenient and unproductive because I was too scared to say, Hey, Would it be okay if I tried this out or I was just afraid to ask? I wasn't afraid of being told no. I was afraid of asking for no reason other than I'm in my own head about it. I think it's it's, so ridiculous
0: with work, because I know exactly what you're talking about. And with work stuff, especially, um, you have to remember that. The company wants to get as much as they can out of every employee, right? They want Mm -hmm. you to, to be operating at peak efficiency. At any company. Yeah. So if they can afford a tool that would help you do that, they will give it to you. Where we, I think people, like, cause I've done the same exact thing that you've, that you just went through. So I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to bother. It's too expensive. I don't want to blah, blah, blah. But like, I worked with companies, you know, companies that had radio stations that sold commercials for $1,500 a minute or mm-hmm. some crazy amount like that and ran 12 or 15 of them every hour all day. And was making tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars a week. And I would need a new like microphone stand that I knew was like $600. Like, well, I don't want to, I can make this one work with a piece of wire and I could tighten it and all that and blah, blah, blah. $600 to a company like that is nothing.
1: Right. To me, Uh, you, it's a lot of money. Yes.
0: If we have to buy a laptop, we're doing all the research. We're checking on what's on sale at the computer store. We're waiting for, you know, one of those tax holidays to come along so we can save a few extra bucks. A company like yours, they have the compute, like they probably buy them in bulk. They probably have a closet with 25 computers or more waiting to distribute them to people who need them. You know what I mean? Right. And we, for it's so, it's just such a weird thing that people get trained into where they don't want, they, you forget that a company is not a person.
1: One of my friends last year was negotiating a raise. Um, and Jeff has, you know, worked with agents and all sorts of stuff. So he has done the negotiation thing, maybe not directly with his boss, but through somebody and been a part of a negotiation your entire career, pretty much. The thing
0: with when you're negotiating a raise or when you're going to ask for a raise you have to remember.
1: Well, hold on. Pause for a second. Pausing. Cause the backstory is so last year when my friend was going through this, I was like, Oh my gosh, you have to call Jeff because he will give you the best pep talk. And Jeff's pep talk to her was you absolutely have to ask for it. Cause she was so scared. She's like, well, I have been worried that maybe they're going to make budget cuts. There's rumors going around. Like what if they're doing layoffs or whatever? And I am afraid that if I'll if I ask like I'll get fired or my boss won't like me like I feel guilty for asking for more when they're talking about budget stuff. And, you know, it looks like we're not making as much money as we were. And chef was like, that doesn't matter. That's not your business.
0: Right. That's your, not your business. Your business isn't to balance their budget. Your business is to balance your family's budget. And that's easier to do when you have more money. And I have learned from having to negotiate races for three, two and a half decades and having to be talked off the ledge that there are people whose job it is to set you up to have lower expectations. So when it's I was almost
1: like a, like a pre-show jester or something.
0: Yeah. Like the person who warms up the audience, at like a, ga- right. a game show, somebody has to come out and say, okay, well, I'm going to do the best I can for you, but here's what you need to know. We're probably going to be making some cuts next year not a lot of people are getting raises. If you get a raise, you'll be one of 5 people in the whole company to get one, if that many. So now, psychologically, your brain is going, "Oh, I don't want to I don't want to ask for too much. There's not a lot available." That's all BS. If you're a <laughs> if you are a valuable employee, they will make find and make room in the budget for you
1: you can't go on well, the worst they can say is no, we no, we can't do it or we can't make it work. And that's the literal. They're not going to say you're greedy. You're fired. You're, fired. you're Probably. fired. Get out. They might. Probably not. No, and, they, w- they won't. And every time just point every time you are the only one that can really advocate for you. Yes. Even if you have people that believe in you at your job, like the best advocate for you is you. So sometimes you have to get over that mental hurdle of like, but what if I ask, but what if I ask, like, you know, it's not negotiating a raise. And actually I've never negotiated a raise. Jeff has done a million of them.
0: I would love to know from an HR person if this has ever happened. But if if you go in to a meeting, let's say you have a job and you make $60,000 a year and you say, I have done so much good over the past year and picked done everything. I deserve a 10% raise. I should be making $66,000 a year, right? And so I'm going to go in and I'm going to ask, you want to ask for more. So I'm going to ask for $70,000, knowing that they'll come back and with the another offer. And the key word offer. is negotiation. Right. I, I don't, I can't ever, I can't imagine a scenario where, You would go in and say, I think I should get a $10,000 raise. And they go, no, you're fired. Right. That's never going to happen. They're going to go, whoa, we were thinking $3,000. And then you're like, well, let's meet in the middle. And then you got your 66. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I can't imagine there ever being a situation. So the point of this whole thing is Mm -hmm. don't especially we times are tough and We know it's scary, but that shouldn't, don't let that stress, like don't allow more stress to be created because you're afraid to ask for what you need. Like give the company the opportunity to say no and explain why, because then you might have a better understanding of where, where they are and where you are.
1: And like 99% of the time when you move up or you get a yes to something, it's because you have to ask the question. Right. So most of the time in the working world, people aren't just going to walk up to you and say, you know what? I really like you. Here's a raise you never dreamed of. Right. You know what I mean? Like, cause they're looking like bosses are looking a lot of times at spreadsheets and numbers and whatever. Um, now there are corporations that by the year are like, okay, everybody. Maybe you work to for get a you, big like company. Share it or whatever. But um, to, To really get that raise and to go in there, like nine times out of 10, your boss is not going to walk in your office and say, I think you're amazing. I'm going to double your bonus this year. Right. You have to advocate for yourself. And I know so many people who have gotten ahead so far in their career, you included, because even though you say you're insecure about it, you've done it, who have, and I have a friend like this, and she's, she's so smart and does so well at her job. But she has gotten so much because she has asked for it. And she hasn't been afraid to ask. Cause she's like, what's the worst they can say? No. Right. You know what I mean? And things have gone really well. So I admire people that never have that fear. And I would like to work to not like three months stressing over a laptop. Why wouldn't I just ask? My boss literally answered in five minutes and was like, yes, absolutely. We can right. make that work. Um, so, anyways, if you are hung up, know that you be your own advocate. Um, and the only way to get a yes is to ask a quick question. All
0: right. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, Retail Me Not did a poll on Father's Day and said, here are the top five gifts. Uh, number five, booze. Number four, clothing. Number three, a cooked at home meal. Hmm. Uh, number two is dinner from a restaurant. Um, so I would assume that means. Uh, going out if you feel comfortable, but if not, picking it up and bringing a restaurant meal home. And the number one thing that dads want this year, a gift card. 40% of men, of dads, answered, yeah, just give me a gift card. Um, I thought this was interesting. The average man spends $114 on Father's Day. The average woman only spends 62
1: Really? Yeah. Huh.
0: Yep. Um, and then I guess there's a couple things... Uh, 50% off sale at Dick's Sporting Goods. Uh, DoorDash on Father's Day, if you deliver food to dad, you can get $15 off. Um, and uh, we have our uh, advertising partners, Duke Cannon and StoryWorth and Skylight Frames, who all uh, have great Father's Day deals. StoryWorth If you buy it, you can set it to be delivered on Father's Day.
1: Yeah, so they're not going to spill the beans. If you go set it up today, you'll pick the date that it'll be sent to your dad. So if you're not going to talk to your dad for like another week or something like that, or you have delayed Father's Day plans, you can pick the date and they'll send it whenever you want.
0: Here are the top three best things about getting older. Number three, having a greater sense of gratitude for the little things in life. Number two, being comfortable in your own
1: skin. Amen to that one. Uh,
0: even though we still stress like over wrinkles and gray hair and and spots and and stretch marks and whatnot, we are uh, end up as we get older being more confident in uh, the way we look. And number one. Uh, the collection of life experiences that allows you to be wiser and make better decisions.
1: You know what's funny? That my mom told me years ago, and I'll never forget it. She said every decade is better than the last one, and you couldn't pay me to go back and do any of them over again. Uh, 20s would be fun. Really? Yeah. Except for the I ma- would do high school except, again, except for the married part. <laughs> I would do high school. You got married in your 20s? Uh, No. I was about to say, I didn't think you were that young. Nope. I
0: got married when I was 28 or nine. So, but I was, we were together. So it would be fun to do 20s as a single person. Yeah. Then I wouldn't have had to get it all out of my system between my divorce and you. (laughs) Um, And And he
1: did, by the way. Jeff got it all out of his system. I.
0: (laughs) Here's my third uh, random thing, Callie. I think I picked this one just for you. Um, are you a fan of Dunkaroos?
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. Are you not a fan of Dunkaroos?
0: In case you haven't heard, the 90s snack Dunkaroos are back on store shelves. Uh, and a picture just linked. There is now. You ready for it? Yes. Dunkaroos cereal.
1: Mm, too far. What? Too far. It's like when they made the Reese's cereal, just one step too far. Hmm. But the Dunkaroos, womp womp. Um, have you ever had Dunkaroos? I don't think so. It's so up your alley. They're like little Teddy Grahams that you oh, dig yeah, into icing. I've, yeah, I've had them. They're solid. Yeah, they're good. We like to take time in every show to say thank you to our sponsors, but to do that in a genuine way, because these companies are awesome. They're companies that we love, that we spend our own money with, and that we know that you're going to love too. So. Here they are.
0: I can't imagine what it's like to be a parent who was just homeschooling for a couple months. Now summer's here, and you still have to come up with things for your child to do. How about taking some pressure off yourself, letting the folks at KiwiCo give you a crate of projects that your child can do? And I'm talking about a child as young as age zero, all the way up to 104. They've got a series of seven. Crates in their umbrella for kids of all ages. All of these crates are going to help your kids have fun and learn. I sent some to my friend Amelia, and she enjoyed learning about jellyfish and butterflies. She's four years old, and we even threw something in there for her younger brother Henry, who's just a few months old. You can get a KiwiCo crate delivered right to you for thirty percent off select crates. Here's what you've got to do: go to kiwicocom upside KiwiCo is redefining play with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There is something for everyone, whether you're a kid or a kid at heart. Thirty percent off your first month on select crates at KiwiCo.com/upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com/upside.
1: If there's one thing that holds me back from taking vitamins, it is not knowing what to take, and then being in the vitamin aisle looking at it perplexed because there's so many choices. There's so many brands. There's so many options. I don't even know where to start. And that has always been my problem with taking vitamins is the starting point, which is true for a lot of things in life, right? Okay, well, let's let Care Of make it super simple to get started with your vitamins. So you'll go online to takecareof.com slash upside50. You'll take a little quiz about what you're hoping to get out of taking vitamins and what your lifestyle is like, and they'll put together personalized vitamin packets for you. You get a daily pack um, and it has a little good vibe quote on it. It even has your name on it and it'll be completely personalized to you and to your needs and sent straight to your door. So it really cannot get much easier than that. And if that weren't enough incentive to try Care Of because of the ease, they're now offering 50% off of your first Care Of order. Go to takecareof.com slash upside50 and then enter the code upside50. Again, for 50% off your first Care Of order, go to takecareof.com slash upside50 and then enter the code upside50.
0: June is Pride Month and it's going to look a little bit different this year because of the social distancing, but there are still ways we can all come together to support that community. One way is with Bomba's new Pride collection. Super colorful and, of course, comfortable socks bring more love, compassion, and comfort into the world because these socks not only look great, but they also help. With every pair of socks purchased, the Bomba's company is going to donate a pair of socks to the LGBTQ community through the Ally Coalition. The Bombas Pride Collection comes in six colorful styles. Callie and I have some, so check our Instagram, Callie Dollar and Jeff Dollar, and we will uh, post pictures of our favorite Bombas Pride Collection socks. You can get your hands on yours, of course, just like all Bombas socks. They're made with extra long staple cotton, the softest, most breathable cotton in the world, and you can get yours for 20% off if it's your first order. Go to Bombas.com. .com/upside that's bomba's b o slash a s.com/upside to save 20% on your first order of bomba's socks.
1: I am a meat eater. I like meat. I love burgers. I love steaks. I just I we eat it all the time. We eat red meat all the time in our house.
0: We probably eat red meat more than health experts would say that we should. Probably. Cuz they want us to do like meat-free Mondays and all that, but I love to cook a good steak. Callie likes to eat a good steak, cheeseburgers, beef tacos, fajitas, all of it. We eat until a lot of, now. We we up until yesterday, we ate a lot of red meat in this house.
1: So I two weeks ago was making beef tacos, and I t- when I was dumping out the ground beef into the pan. I got a whiff of the raw ground beef smell and I can't do it. I cannot eat it anymore. So I it was can't like, It
0: was like a switch. She called me in and she goes, will you finish making these tacos? I'm like, I can't do
1: it. I can't do it. It's disgusting. I, the, I don't know what it is, but the whiff just got me done. I'm done eating burgers, at least for right now.
0: And then last week when we were down at the beach, I, for lunch one day, was cooking a burger on the stove and Callie came out of the bedroom or off the balcony or wherever you were. And she's like, oh, God. And turned like, Rana while go. we're back in. You were like, that's terrible. And then yesterday, the ceiling of the deal was the steak.
1: Yeah, Jeff made steak and he was super excited about it. And I wasn't, when I think about that, that's not what I would want. But you were like, I have these steaks and let's make them. And I was like, all right, yeah. And then I ate like three bites and I was like, mm. so do so you So th- I th- think the baby doesn't like red meat
0: do you think that's going to be your baby thing? I don't Is know. No it's so meat? weird, but
1: I did, um, call my mom cause we were supposed to do a socially distant barbecue for my dad on Sunday and they want to make burgers. And, um, I called my mom. I'm like, Hey, would it be okay if Jeff brought me something because I'm not eating hamburgers anymore? Cause I just can't stand the smell of meat, um, red meat. And my mom was like, Oh my God, the same thing happened to me when I was pregnant. Oh really? Yeah. Like oh, it's a weird, I smelled the raw ground beef and I just couldn't handle it.
0: Um, on the other side of that though, you are eating blueberry bagels. Like they're going out of style and you're running through boxes of honey nut Cheerios. Like, uh, it's
1: crazy. Yeah. Like mad. Yeah.
0: Like I, I went to the store and Kroger had a deal where if you bought four boxes of honey nut Cheerios, you saved like a dollar on each box. And I'm like, yeah, she can do that. And you've done a good job of it.
1: Yeah. I've, like we're, I think we're on our third box right now at a five in a week. So, whoops. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, We have a pomegranate, by the way. That's what we found out yesterday. This
1: week, which isn't as fun. Last week, it was a pickle and we had so many fun pickle jokes.
0: I'm but. just going to keep calling it a pickle. It's just going to be a bigger pickle to me. It's a How's big, the bigger pickle, big pickle.
1: Yeah. Pomegranate. It's kind of a mouthful.
0: Have you heard about the shopping cart litmus test? No. It is a test that determines whether a person is smart enough to self govern. Okay.
1: What is, what is, I don't understand.
0: To just live as a person in society and obey rules. Okay. Let me read it. It says to return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task and one which is universally recognized as the correct, appropriate thing to do. Returning the shopping cart in a parking lot is objectively right. There are no situations other than a dire emergency in which a person is not able to return their cart, right? Mm -hmm. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart itself is an apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning the shopping cart. No one will fine you or kill you for not returning the shopping cart. You gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You are not given an award for returning the shopping cart. You just must do it out of the goodness of your own heart. You must return the shopping cart because it's the right thing to do, because it's correct. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal, an absolute savage who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with a law and the force that stands behind it. The shopping cart is what determines whether a person is a good or bad member of society.
1: Wow. And I would like to say a little asterisk um, that I think maybe moms with babies can be exempt from this. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Because you can't put your baby in the car and then walk across the the parking lot. Yeah. But that would qualify as a dire emergency. Yes.
1: I just wanted to make that little note, but yeah.
0: Like that would be, that would be. You love this, don't you? Yeah, because I just, I don't understand the people who unload their groceries and then just leave the cart there. The mom, that's a good one. I would, I would, um, allow an elderly person, Mm -hmm. like an older person, uh, I would give them a pass, but if you, I would say 90% of the people who go to the grocery store are capable of returning their own carts. Yes. And I judge you if you don't. So with this philosophy in mind, I would like to introduce you to my new favorite YouTube show. Okay. This actually stemmed from a radio show. It's a Los Angeles based radio show called the Woody show. They're syndicated. Um, And they have a guy on their show who actually used to work in the same building with me. Um, He used to work at the rock station here in town. Um, His name is Sebastian. Mm -hmm. And he is the cart narc. He hangs out in parking lots and he (laughs) confronts people who don't return their shopping cart.
1: That is so... 90s radio. And I love it. It's so
0: great. And so it's a radio bit that I am actually mad that I never thought of because yeah. it's brilliant. So he waits in the parking lot. He sees somebody. So what do most
1: country. people say?
0: Well, I'm going to play one for you and then I'll give you the link so you can put it in the show notes. Okay. But just be warned. Two things. One, be warned when you watch the video that you'll watch them all because they're great. And number two, um, I kind of have a a rule whenever I broadcast anything not to include corns, horns honking, car horns honking or police sirens Mm -hmm. um, because it trips you out. If you're listening in the car, I'm going to play some audio that has a a car horn honking in it. Got it. That's your warning. But uh, so, yeah, so he just sits in the parking lot and he sees this dude. Uh, the one that I'm gonna play, and the guy just takes his cart and he puts it at the front of his car, uh, like up against a light pole. Like he just sets it there, and he gets in his car to leave. So this is um, the guy Sebastian, the cart narc, uh, running up to him to let him know that he's violated the the cart narc rules.
1: Cart narc's here, That's, uh, that's not where you leave the cart, sir. That's just the curb over there. If I could roll away, hit somebody else's car. I, it's pretty secure, man. Duh. Wind can catch it. We see it all the time. They do. You get it? Work? Do you work? Can I see your ID? No, I'm with the Cart narcs. No, no. Can I see your ID? You don't have um, authorization to video me. Well, look, that's not pop. the point. The point is the cart, not you, sir. I gotta try. Ah. Oh.
0: So, so now he runs and gets the cart sure, and puts cart. it behind the guy's car. Sir, this is your cart. That's right. So he can't back out. Cart narcs. this is your cart. You left it
1: where it hit somebody, sir. This is my. <laughs> He didn't take his car back. Now he's honking real loud for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Good job. Thank you, sir. <laughs> You're
0: just making a ruckus. This is so good. You were fighting a good
1: fight. Thank you, ma'am. See, he didn't believe me. He said, oh, I can leave my car wherever I want. And it couldn't roll and hit anyone else's car. Oh, yes, it could. Now he's being very obstinate. knocks <laughs> at your service, ma'am. Thank you.
0: Cartonarks, narks. what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they narc on you? Cart Narcs, narks. what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they narc on you? narks is filmed alongside the men and women of narks. Lister discretion is advised. So uh, I edited that way down, but in this one, the dude ends up getting out of his car, moving the cart into another parking spot, and then speeding away.
1: Not cool, dude. Just put the card away.
0: So, uh, I'll put the link, I'll give the link to Callie to put in the show notes. And I
1: will go one step and make this even more upside-y. If you see someone that is struggling, like they have a baby or it's an older person, offer to take their card back for them. Yes. If you're able, do that for someone else so they don't have to worry about it. Um but that guy just
0: eh. all of them. You'll be so mad at all of these people because they're so obstinate and there's more than one episode. This one makes me really mad where the guy gets out and he bows up. He's like, dude, Is it always dudes. Uh, no, there's some women in there, uh-huh. but the guy gets out There's I saw t- two where the dude gets out and he's like, get away. What are you talking about? I can put my cart wherever I want. Blah. And then the guy, uh, And they start arguing. And then the woman gets out and returns the cart to like keep the peace.
1: I would do that. That would be me.
0: And then uh, and I'm like, now you're a cart jerk and you're a husband jerk.
1: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. But you would never
0: have to do it because I would return the cart.
1: That's true. I I would never. That is something in our marriage that I will never have to worry about with you.
0: Uh, although when we go shopping together, have you noticed that you always return the cart?
1: Yeah, because you normally unload the groceries. So I feel like you're doing your part and I need to contribute oh, okay. to the experience.
0: Got it. Uh, all right. Uh, this is um, always a weird thing to say during an episode of the show that you're listening but, to.
1: But be really excited about it because it has to do with technology. And Jeff is a geek and he's really excited. So, So be excited for Jeff. OK, tell him that this is the coolest thing that you have ever heard. We have figured out, well, I, and I'm, I'm telling
0: you all, so you can pass it along to other people, but you can now listen to and subscribe to this podcast using almost every voice controlled device. So, um, I, I put it up on, on Instagram the other night to ask people to try it. If you say to your Apple device, Siri, uh, subscribe to the Upside with Callie and Jeff, it will pop up a screen and say, would you like to subscribe to the Upside podcast with Callie and Jeff Dollar? And then you can click yes or no. And it'll subscribe you to it. And while I know that podcasts are gaining in popularity, there's still a lot of people who don't understand them or don't get what it means to subscribe or do I have to pay for it or how does it work? So now you can just tell them, to tell their device and if you just want to listen to an episode you can just say listen and it works for the for the s woman who, who is with apple and the a woman who is with
1: we won't say her name because she's very um
0: she's very sensitive and we don't want to trip her up but her for your amazon devices and your google home devices and all of it so yeah use your voice to hear our voices Callie, Jeff, it's Steve from a Pop Cut Today's Show Necklace Made of What? Quick recap Seafood Markets. If there's an even mix of old beat up pickup trucks and late model foreign cars in the parking lot, it's pretty good. Plus, if the guy's got a cardboard door for his cooler, you know he's turning inventory every day. Otherwise, he would be patient or location zero for food poisoning. Callie, get your dad a bottle of Camus wine. Total game changer. And As far as the voodoo teeth, when you put a disclaimer on your flyer not to be used for voodoo, wait till the first full moon. That's going to be some Ricky Bobby voodoo stuff. And, yes, no more metal grill brushes. They sell a wooden, looks like a little paddle. Wait till the grill heats up and it scrapes everything off. Great show. Have a good one. Bye.
1: I think probably most of us um, do not get proper hydration. And in this summer heat, it is vital to stay hydrated, right? Uh, Also important right now, boosting your immune system. So here's what you want to do. Go to liquidiv.com and they have these little powder sticks that we order. We have like our pantry is full of them and you put one stick in 16 ounces of water, mix it up and it helps you hydrate faster and more efficiently than water alone. In fact, it's like drinking two. Two to three bottles of water in one stick, in 16 ounces of water, that is. It also gives you vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12, and it can boost your immunity. Also, one of the things that I love about Liquid IV, they're on a mission to change the world. Liquid IV is donating 2.3 million servings in response to COVID-19, and products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. You can get 25% off your order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. Again, that's 25% off of anything that you order when you use the promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Hi, hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Cheryl. I'm a dental hygienist, have been for 25 years. I just paused your show talking about Callie's tooth. First of all, you don't when you get a root canal, you're removing the nerve from the root. You don't actually remove the root, and I get it that the root was curved, and that's why the, the endodontist couldn't get the nerve completely out of the um, curved part of the root. But she should go have a second opinion because there are other endodontists that have been able to do that rather than going ahead and having the tooth pulled. And the other thing was talking about the baby teeth. And you can save the baby teeth for the stem cells. Anyway, I wanted to let you guys know that. I love your show. Keep doing what you're doing. And congratulations on Baby Dollar. Thanks. Bye. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. Rewind. I'm a day or two behind on my episodes. I know it was not today, but I've been listening to a couple of days all at once. And I believe I just heard Callie say that she was looking for her phone and she left it in the bathroom. Hello, did she not say ew, I don't bring my phone in the bathroom, I don't text in the bathroom, but yet the conversation was, she left her phone in the bathroom, hmm, maybe she does bring her phone in the bathroom and text. What do you think? Hey guys, it's Cindy. I was just listening to today's podcast and I'm sorry I had to pause it and call. So two spaces after a period, yeah, that's apparently gone. And it's so gone that my boss started changing everything that I did and did a search for two spaces and replaced it with one, which really did not make me happy. So this old dog learned a new trick and now I do one space. So yeah, it can be done. And number two, Callie, you made me laugh out loud, talking about spelling out Mississippi when you write it. Anyway, I needed that last this morning because, um, as Jeff said, don't you have to spell out everything when you write it? Anyway, you guys rock. Love you. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Lindsay with Canton with Canton. Wow. Let's start that over again. Hey, it's Lindsay from Canton. Um, and I had to stop the episode, Jeff, where you talk about having a hangup about not being productive on vacation. It is vacation. The whole concept is to unwind and to not do things. Um, If you can't do that, then why are you taking a vacation? Just don't go anywhere, and then you won't have that hang-up. Secondly, I wanted to let everyone know I programmed Callie and Jeff Dollar into my phone, and I just said, hey, Siri, call Callie and Jeff Dollar, and it worked like a dream. So anyway, um, if anybody's interested in having some hands-free dialing access to Callie and Jeff, there you go. Love you guys.
0: Hey, I am Jen, and congratulations to the both of you. Um, So I did not have children. However, my brother did, and he has three little boys. I am the only daughter, granddaughter of all of my grandparents. I have no first cousins, except for my mother has a female little dog, and she put her little dog in my baby clothes because she couldn't do anything with my baby clothes. So, um, yeah, my mom does that. So yeah, anyway, it's a great rite of passage. Have fun doing it. Bye. There are not four or five different races. There's only one race on the face of the earth, the human race. You're not born a bigot. You have to learn to be a bigot. Anything you learn, you can unlearn. It's time to unlearn our bigotry. Pigmentation in your skin has nothing to do with intelligence or with your worth as a human being. It's time to get over this thing and we would best get over it pretty soon.